From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part three in our series, Dream Again. This week, we're talking about creating opportunities to spend time together. And I want you to just think about this quote attributed to Anonymous that says, the best gift you could ever give someone, and I would actually change that to say, the best gift you could ever give your spouse is your time. Mm -hmm. Because you are giving them something you can never get back. And that's so true, right? It's this gift of time and and how we spend time together as couples. And we're going to be digging into that in today's show. But first, we start each show with a hug. And a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family who's seen transformation in their marriage, who's Mm -hmm. had some kind of breakthrough. And this hug comes from an email message we received that starts off by saying, I've listened to about 200 of your podcasts in the last 18 months. That is amazing. Wow. Hats off to you. Yes. About four months ago, my wife and I found out that we were pregnant with our third child and we are having a boy after having had two girls. Congratulations. Here's why you have been a huge help. This time around, the pregnancy has not been kind to my wife. Mm. She was sick until about two weeks ago. My wife and I have a great relationship but lacked physical intimacy because of her sickness and it was hard. Mm -hmm. If it was not for God's grace, my devotions and your podcast dealing with sex and intimacy during pregnancy, I would have gotten pretty discouraged. To see her hurting makes me want to be more intimate, even just cuddling, but I know that she didn't feel well enough for that. I understood, but it was so hard. We spent time praying, and God has helped her feel better, and wow, it is like a different woman is living with me. The physical and verbal flirting have been amazing, which has Mm. led to some hot physical intimacy, if you know what I mean, and we we all do here at The One Family. It was because you guys emphasized the other aspects of the intimacy lifestyle that we were able to connect in this difficult time. And now we've been blessed with a deeper connection than we've had in a while. Thank you so much for emphasizing godly marriages. We are currently looking to schedule a seven days of sex challenge. I will let you know when we have finished it. And we're also looking to join the position of the month club. Right on. I mean, this is just beautiful. And I mean, it it shows the the timeline Mm -hmm. of what we're going through, right? Of what we deal with in marriage. It's, It's not always... At the high, it's not at the bottom. There's this this middle ground, and, and we're, we're trying to keep ourselves in there. And, and this is just a, a beautiful portrayal in a specific season of life. Absolutely. I love it. Thank you so much. And it's, it's just fun to see a couple grow and have that kind of breakthrough. I mean, it's the reason that we get behind these microphones. And, you know, before we jump into today's show, I want to remind you, if you have not already gotten your dream card and the entire, what is it, Tony, a seven-page guide? Mm-hmm. Yeah. seven pages now what started out as just going to be a dream card like a one pager we've created a whole resource marriage resource for the two of you so go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash dream card to get yours because it's really going to tie in not just to what we're doing in this series but also just a, a launch point a tool for the two of you yeah because uh, this whole idea of dreaming again this whole series is talking about the importance of dreams in our marriage, specifically in different areas as we've worked through, you know, the first week we were just talking about, you know, what does this look like, right? Mm-hmm. Why is it important to dream? And, and we've talked about, you know, dreaming around the emotional intimacy and, and what is, what do those conversations Shins. look like? And this week we're focusing on the dream, 
excuse me, that so many couples have to spend time together. And I would even say it's not just spending time together. It's spending quality time. Yes. Because you can be sitting on a couch in the, or, you know, or in the same room and you're both on your devices and technically you are spending time together, but you're not giving time. Mm-hmm. And that, that is a huge distinction. And like I you know, shared in that opening quote, time is the one thing that when you give it, you don't get it back, right? You can never make more time. And you don't get to, to redo moments. You have to live in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I, I do want to share just a couple of things, you know, just so you, know, you guys know, Tony and Lisa, especially Lisa, likes to make sure we're all playing on the same playing field. Yeah, that's way more you. That's way more me. Way more me. Uh, time spent together, quality time spent together looks different for every couple. How Tony and Lisa spend their quality time is going to look different than, than Joe and Sue or then, you know, Mike and Tammy or whoever it is. Mm-hmm. So don't compare what you see us do. Or anybody else. Or anybody else to your marriage. You have to create your own quality time. And, and you know what? I, I love Elisa bringing that up because there was a point in time where I would see, you know, couples out on the lake, you know, or they're out, you know, doing these activities together, different things. And I would look at them and be like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. But that's not our, that's not our quality time. That's, mm-hmm. that's not the way we do it. And we've had to learn our own. And so even myself, I've had to learn to go, you know what? Good on them. And I see some of my best friends and dearest friends that, you know, they're out hunting together. It just, that's what they do. That's their quality time together. Elisa will not go out in a tent anymore. That's a long pause there, girlfriend. And you, that, that you know, you wouldn't. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about the couple that's hunting together. It threw me when you like, yes, I, I don't want to go in a tent right now. Yeah. Uh, Period. (laughs) (laughs) So that would not be quality time for us. It may be quality time for me, but for us, it wouldn't be. Correct. Uh, A couple other things that I just want us to, you know, understand as couples listening to the show, it's okay for a couple to not spend every waking moment together. That that is okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just period. That is okay. It is also okay for a couple to have different interests. I will never get on a road bike with Tony and go cycling with him. The best I will do is beach cruisers because... And we've done that like once or twice. Right. And even then, he's like blazing ahead of me and it's no fun. So <laughs> I'm enjoying myself, uh, it, but it's it was, not really it, quality time. Right. It, it, it's it's an adventure together. Mm-hmm. It's an experience together. We, we would not call that a quality time together. Yes. And I do also want to say that there are challenges in a marriage when a couple doesn't spend any time together, right? So, so that one extreme of you don't have to spend all your time together is true, but you do have to spend some time together. Mm -hmm. And I do want to address the folks right now that are listening that might be saying, but, but at least the quality time is not my love language. Like, okay, go there. Um, It's not everybody's love language. The reality though, is that in order for a relationship to grow, it has to be nurtured. It has to be invested. It has to be tended to. And the only way that you can do that is giving time. And again, I'm not saying you have to spend all your time together, but you do have to give your marriage time in order for it to grow and flourish. And you know, I mean, this is true of every extraordinary marriage. I mean, if you ask the people whose lives are being changed, if you ask the summit partners in the position of the month club, you know, w- about time spent together, I will tell you, I see what these couples do on a weekend because we typically ask, but you do it on a weekend and they are by and large spending some time together doing something that, that they can connect over. 
Hey, and I will even say for Elisa and I, over the years, you guys know we're huge college football fans. On a Saturday, after a long week and everything that we've been we put in, and we'll typically get out on the beach for a walk and talk. That's quality time for us. We'll do maybe a coffee shop or breakfast. Quality time for us. You'll find us most likely on a Saturday sitting on our couch watching football during college football season time and napping. And just for us, that is a slice of heaven. You know, when I'm in heaven, I'm hoping that we'll be able to just hang out and watch some college football. Call it good on wow. Saturdays. Okay. So Saturdays in heaven are full of college football, mm-hmm. like perpetually? Perpetually. Okay. Good Everlasting. Good it's going to change. But but I just want to give you different perspectives. It, it's right. not it's not like we're, we're out doing something all day Saturday. That's just not who we are. We're not bouncing around going running. For us, it's it's cool, especially during this season. We we love that. Absolutely, and you know, it's it's interesting though. As much of a, as much as there is this desire to spend time together, there are all of these comments that mm-hmm. we've said ourselves, and that that we use in conversation with our spouses on why we can't spend time together. And it'll be things like, "I'm just so busy. Like I I just got to I got to get through my to do list." Um, I, that I just, one just bugs the living. It, it just bugs me. That, that one, uh, because I will, there have been many a times where I'll be like, Hey, Elise, let's go do this. Or let's, let's, let's just get, because especially as the kids have gone older, it's a bit easier. Well, I have this going on and this needs to happen And that. Oh my gosh. That will, that one does drive me a little batty. Or you'll, you'll do the, the subtle blow off that is something like, Hey, just give me a few minutes to get this done. That's me. <clears throat> and then a few minutes <laughs> is, is it's more than five. That, that's me. And it, I, and it's I more know than 60. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll get the, I'm too tired or there's just too much on my plate right now. And, and I actually, as I was looking for different quotes for this show, um, cause I love, you know, just giving that premise at the start of the show, what it's going to look like. I did see one that said, um, no one is ever too busy. It just all depends on where you fall on their priority list. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ouch, ouch, that one hurts. Cause it's true. Mm-hmm. If we say, if we say that you're the most important part, our spouse is the most important person, right? But then we're constantly telling them, I, I, I'm too busy or I don't have time for you. There's a huge disconnect between what we say and what our actions say. Yeah. And we did it. We did a whole podcast right around the work-life balance. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember which episode that was, but you know what? I'm going to look that up. We'll make sure to include it. And you know, for uh, this has been this whole idea of spending time together. This has been a struggle in various seasons in our marriage. You know, it, it's been a struggle when when business has been booming, and you know, we find ourselves not working around the clock because Tony and I both still really enjoy sleep, but staying up late or getting up early, and it's where's that disconnect, right? When I'm hopping out of bed to go to the gym at five thirty, and Tony's like, "But cuddle five more minutes." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And sometimes I'm like, I just got to get to the gym because there's no other time today to do it. Right. And, and so there's that tension of how do we put the marriage first? And I just want to say that's episode 513. It's uh, in the series Marriage Through the Years. It's part four, work-life balance. And I'll also put a, a uh, link in the episode notes. Awesome. Awesome. Um, you know, and, and maybe it's not work that is keeping you from spending time together. Maybe it is, you know, your kids. We've talked about that a few times here over the last few months, just about kids being that distraction and, or jobs, like I said, or chores or health, you know, all of these different things for some couples, it's video games. It's, you know, too much time spent on the electronics. And we keep wondering as a collective society, like why, why are, why don't we have this connection in our marriage? 
And the truth is, is that you can't create connection unless you put time into something. Connection doesn't just happen. It's not this like, poof, you, you share the same last name and you share a house. And so you are immediately and forever and always connected. Um, there are enough divorces right now in the world to, to destroy that myth. And yet we keep going back to, well, all of these other things are keeping me from my spouse. But I wonder if you don't spend time together with your spouse, what is your plan for happily ever after? Mm. What is your plan to getting to 50 years? or 60 years, or, you know, I mean, however long. And I want to say something. You really have to be dreaming. You got to be dreaming for that for that long-term vision of what your marriage is going to be like, because it's really going to help you to understand how you're going to spend time together now. Because what you're creating now and what you're sowing into now is most likely going to, going to be what you're going to have when you're older. And I will say, as you get older in your marriage, and those of you who've been married for 20, 25, 30 years, I, I'm noticing and I'm sensing, even with Elise and I, that we're getting, we're getting in our ways. Like, this is, this is how it goes. And we're, we're, we're constantly having to challenge ourselves. Or each other. Or each other, right? Of like, no, we, we, there's more. We got to keep dreaming. And we got to keep shifting and we got to keep moving and, and, and change is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so as the kids get older and they're about to leave the house, how are we spending time now? So when they leave the house, empty nesting is just a piece of, it's just a phase that we're going to go through. It's, it's, hey, we started off our marriage this way. We're going to end our marriage this way. We've had 18, 20 years of, of kids and yet, we're, we, we need to know how are we spending time, even little bits, quality time. Uh, for us, it, it has become the walk and talk. Mm-hmm. It really has. That, that, that for us is that, that grounding time each week for us, no matter what's happening, to just be like, ah, oh, we're out on the beach. Mm-hmm. We're seeing the waves. You know, we're, we're, we're around other people. We're, 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 we're looking at the tides. It's, it's that grounding and it's not a lot. It's, a, it's about an hour, hour and a half of walking. And then again, sometimes we'll hit the, the cafe. Sometimes we'll hit breakfast. So it's not like we're telling you, you need to spend 40 hours a week with your spouse, quality time. That's not what we're saying at all. What, what we're saying is though, you, you need to be looking at what you're doing each and every day and each and every week. Right. Because your spouse is a constantly changing person. So are you like, I'm not, I'm not dismissing that, but you can't know who they are and who they're becoming. If you don't spend time with them, right? We, I, I, you know, Tony just alluded to the fact that, you know, I'm not the same person that he married, right? Like I've changed and, and, you know, we are getting more set in our ways and, you know, whatever, but <laughs> Wait, like, I mean, I, I, I agree. I'm just, rolling. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just saying, I, I think it's just this, to this time where we, we are, we're just sort of like, okay, well, this is, that, this is this, this is that. And, and we are still like, okay, what, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. How, how, how are we like growing and how are we moving through that time? And we will call each other out every once in a while. Something feels like, like grumpy old person. And I'm like, hello on both sides. This is not just Tony, but it'll be like, are, are you getting, I mean, we'll ask the question. Are you getting set in your ways? 
right? Like, is that a, is that like something we're going to be dealing with for the next 40 years or can we still change that? Um, but, but in addition to that, it's, I'm, I know I'm not the same person that he married 23 years ago. I know our life experiences. And so that time that we spend gives both of us the opportunity to go, okay, how are you growing? How are you changing? And it's not like these deep philosophical conversations. Can I just let you know that when we talk on the beach, it's not like, wow, you know, these big, heavy conversations. I mean, sometimes it's just, hey, what's going on with you this week? How are you, you know, with all the stuff that's been happening with Alex and his leg, like, how are you processing that? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. It, It doesn't have to be these like monumentally heavy conversations about our marriage and who are you and who are you becoming? Like that would be creepy. And there are times when there it, are long pauses and there's silence and we're holding hands right? and nothing is being said between us. We're just in each other's presence and enjoying that we have made it, it, like Lisa was saying, we have made each other a priority mm-hmm. and, and you know what? It, it may not seem like it's the biggest deal, but it's like, we're just, we're just doing a couple thing. We're just doing our couple thing. And this is what we find to bring enjoyment to us and to, to for us to know that the time we do spend together is important. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. If you don't spend time with your spouse, at some point in time, you will find that you don't know who they are and they don't know who you are. And, you know, we hear that because people will send us emails that say something to the effect of, you know, it seems like we're strangers or, or it just kind of feels like we're roommates or we're just going through the motions. Whenever those words come up, time is spending time together is almost always part of the root cause because you have to spend time together. You have to find out who they are now and what they like to do. And you have to even go so far. And I'm going to tell you this. Sometimes you have to make a choice to do things that your spouse likes to do, even if it's not your first love and the thing that you would love to do on a Saturday or Sunday or on a Friday night. Why? Because it's not always about you. And that may be a shock to some of you listening, but it's not always about you. Sometimes when you spend time with other people, you do what they want to do. Why? Because you love them and you want to be with them. And we want to talk, because I know some of you are right now, you're rolling your eyes at me and you're like, well, Elisa, spending time together, that's just, that's easier said than done. And you're rolling your eyes and, and maybe you're making a face at me. And that's okay because we are going to talk through those strategies. So as we're looking at what happens when it comes time to spending time together, first, you need to identify what your biggest obstacle is. You know, we've talked about a number of them. We talked about, you know, money and kids and distractions and jobs and chores and all. Like, I don't know. Tony doesn't know what your biggest obstacle is, but you do. Mm-hmm. You're, you've been thinking about it for the last 20 minutes. You're like, but Elisa, I got to deal with this. Okay, write it down. Write it down. Just own it. It's your obstacle. Next, what do you dream of your time together looking like? What are those dreams on how you want to spend the time together? We asked the one family and they said, you know, we want to have adventures. Some said it's the deep conversation. Some said it's just time without distractions or without responsibilities or phones or video games or any of that, you know, falling into that. Some said, we just want to be together. We want to have sex. We want to travel. And, and I do love the one that sounded like I wrote it that said sipping coffee while walking on the beach. It's like, oh, that's my Saturday walk and talk. But you have to, t- you have to know what your obstacle is and you have to know what your dream is. And then as a team, the two of you have to problem solve it because where so many couples get tripped up is that they have no problem 
no problem identifying their obstacle. You ask somebody why they aren't doing something and they'll give you a laundry list. I think we, yeah, I think there's a tendency for us to just be like, well, I have this and I have this and this is going on and this and that and the other. Yes. Absolutely. Or, or we can talk about our dreams, but we don't, we can't figure out why we aren't achieving our dreams. Mm-hmm. It's because there's an obstacle. Hello. If, I mean, you, you got to overcome something to achieve your dreams. Mm-hmm. Together as a team, and we talk about, you know, we talk about Team DiLorenzo, it's team, whatever your last name is. How do you problem solve what your obstacle is to get to your dream? And I just wanted to actually, as we were preparing the show, I'm like, you know what? We should actually talk through a few of these. Because sometimes, you know, like I said, people are like, well, easier said than done. And you don't know my life. And you're right. But we have a pretty good insight because we've been doing this for almost 10 years. And what this looks like. So the dream might be to be able to do things distraction free. And the obstacle is, you know, phones and video games come out every night after the kids go to bed. Or maybe it's TV, you know, Mm -hmm. stick in your electronic, you know, pacifier of choice. So what could a possible solution be? I will tell you that a lot of my coaching clients hear something like, how about you do one night a week without electronics? Maybe you'll pull out the board games. Maybe you'll go for a walk. You'll have a conversation. I don't know. It's kind of crazy and radical, but do you see how that solution, like I didn't say get rid of every tablet, phone and TV in your house and just go completely like, like don't, don't overwhelm yourselves with a solution that seems impossible. And, and for some couples, it may be like, we're just going to do an hour mm-hmm. without electronics. You don't have to, you don't have to be so radical that it feels impossible. You just have to come up with a solution that's going to shift your marriage. Yeah. And I, and I love this one because it, the way we're the way we're setting this up and, and for you so you can see it in your own marriage we're going to give you a couple more examples but i just want to break it down so you can do it in your own marriage right so what's your dream mm-hmm. right and that's we want to just have time together you know d- distraction free what's the obstacle what is what is stopping you from doing that it may be different work schedules right Hey, the obstacle right now is we work, you know, I work morning shifts. He works evening shifts. We have split shifts or whatever may be going on. Other obstacles could be, I, I don't know, like you're just, give me an, give me another oh, obstacle. I, I was um, pointing at you there. <laughs> You're behind my computer. Another obstacle might be, you know, you have kids that don't sleep through the night. That's right? a good one. You know, especially like maybe you're in that newborn phase. Mm-hmm. And not only are they not sleeping through the night, but they're like, especially for the women, maybe they're attached to you 24, it feels like 24 seven. And then what's that one solution, one concrete thing that you guys can do. So it's dream obstacle solution. And that way you can, you can see this and break it down easily for each dream and for each obstacle, there's going to be a solution. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to put them all in one, but maybe you have two or three dreams that you really want to reach that way you can break them apart and you can see them. And then from there you can prioritize which one really matters most right now. And maybe even looking at the obstacle and going, which one can we overcome quicker than the others? Can I just let you all in on a little insight with this? You could do this for anything in your marriage right? Like anything. I mean, another challenge might be that, you know, your dream is to travel together, but your obstacles are, you know, money and kids, right? Short on money, got a whole bunch of kids. Mm -hmm. 
right? So the solution, what would it look like to start a list or a vision board or a Pinterest board? I don't care what you use of where in the world you would like to go. Just start dreaming. Where would, where do we want to travel and then start saving for it? You can start saving for the trip of your dreams with as little as 10 or $20 a month. Because as circumstances change, you'll be able to put more money away. You might get like a tax refund or things like that, that you could put more in, but you just start somewhere because then you're like, oh, we are going to make this a reality. And you also start working on developing, you know, your, your team of babysitters who are going to watch those kids when you've saved up enough money to go on your dream trip. And Elise and I have done this over the years. We really have. And it started more around like our 15th wedding anniversary. Mm -hmm. That's when it really began to start for us. And so we're a little slow. We are a little slow. But we, we did it. Our dream was to travel and experience. And, and sometimes for us, it, this is just us. It's not like we got to travel around the world. For some of you, you want to travel around the world. And that's awesome. Go for it. Yours are going to be different than ours. But ours was mainly we wanted to get away for at least an overnight, if not for like a three-dayer. And how do we put that in place? And typically, it's within driving distance. And so saving up making sure that we, we're saving, we're putting those funds away, making sure that we do have a, a sitter or somebody here to watch the kids, especially when they're younger. Now as they're getting older, it's a, it's a different shift. You know, mm -hmm. grandparents are great. You know, aunts and uncles, you know, who can you, who can you get, you know, to make that happen? And so that is one that we have worked on over the years. And some of them, in all honesty, have been just overnighters, but it works. Because we wanted to just go travel. We wanted to experience a new hotel, a new area together. And I just want to give one more. And, and that's, you know, some, uh, not some, a lot of you have the dream to go out and have adventures and go exploring. But your biggest obstacle is the amount of time that you have. Mm -hmm. And so the solution for that might be to make a list of all the places or things that you would like to do. And let me just say something real quick with this. Um, there are no wrong answers, no bad answers. Like if your spouse has got something on their, on their list entertain it, mm -hmm. right? See what that looks like, but you make a list and then you alongside that list, make a list with how much time, because some of you might be like, I just want to, you know, I want to go look at the stars. Well, you can take 20 minutes on a Thursday night, even with your kids and walk outside and just go look at the stars, especially if there's like a planet in alignment or something like that. You can make, or if you've got a full day, so you have this list and you know, okay, this is what we want to do. This is how much time we think it's going to take. And then as you start to look at your calendar, as you start to look at your schedule, like, oh, we could, we could budget 30 minutes there. We could budget two hours here. We could budget a whole Saturday here. Then you start saying, well, we've got our list. We've got our time. We've got solutions to go out and go exploring. And we don't have to use the I'm too busy. We don't have time excuse. You're starting to be intentional because you have that dream, because you went and you picked up your dream card. Again, get that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash dream card. But you picked that up and, and you said, these are our dreams and here are our challenges, but we're not going to get stuck on the challenges. Don't be like everybody else and get stuck on challenges. Take it one step further because you are an extraordinary couple and go find the solution that's going to work for the two of you. Yeah. You know, spending quality time together is something all of us can continue to do. And we will continue to be excelling, experimenting, seeing what works for each and every one of us. But I will tell you, this is one area that I think Elisa and I have become to really realize that is so important. And again, it's not about the amount of time, it's the quality of it. So make sure you're going out this week, doing what we said, pick out your dreams, pick out that obstacle and then come up with a solution together. 
prioritize those, and then start putting them into play. And again, don't forget, go get your dream card, oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash dream card. It's going to help you to do this in, in a way that will allow you not to just look at the now, but what's going to come up one year, five years, 10 years from now. So we love you guys. Don't forget to get your dream card. Join us next week for part four in this series, Dream Again. Let's get physical. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week, and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.